Hey Girl Talk community, it's your host Charlene. Today we have in studio Nina Bosky. She's the owner of Life Bites Global. Nina is a life, business, and media coach. She's also a producer and has her own podcast. Nina today will share with us her three new projects that she has going on simultaneously and that's around the life of Marilyn Monroe. She will also be here to motivate us to keep moving forward with our businesses. Well, hello, Coach Nina. Hello. Welcome to Girl Talk. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> I am so excited about having you here because you're gonna talk about all the things that will encourage us going forward. Yes. Now, we're in the month of March. And so, you know, by now, a lot of people's <laughs> enthusiasm for all of the goals they had at the beginning of the year, they're starting to wing, right? Yes. Because reality sets in of maybe the difficulty or of some of the challenges or, or setbacks yes. that they may have experienced because you know, when you set a goal, let's say to become an entrepreneur, you know, though that's a tough goal when you're first getting started. Yes. So we need you have some, to carry it all. Exactly. So we need some help with keeping the momentum going. <laughs> so when you agreed to do the show, yes, I was so excited that you had the time, the moment, uh -huh. to come in and give us some advice about how to keep the momentum going. <laughs> how to keep it going. Yes. Well, there's a statistic that talks about that, about the second week of January okay only 8% of people have actually are fulfilling their goals or their wow. New Year's resolutions so the reality is is that by March mm -hmm. most of us have said what New Year's goals right right and the key here is that I like to talk about energy okay. versus just goals so how do I want to approach the year so that if I get off track mm -hmm then I can put myself back on track relatively easy. Yes. But if I have a long list of goals, mm -hmm. that becomes very challenging because we're already taxed just by the nature of the society we live in today. It's very exactly. different than what it was before. So I think the key here is set an energy intention. So for example, some people say, you know what, this is my year of growth. Yes. So if I, whatever growth means to me, if I'm getting back, if I'm off track and I need to get back on center, right? Yes. I'm gonna look at myself and say, okay, how can I grow more? Yes. If I'm about transformation and I'm just sitting on the couch all day, that's telling me something to get back on track yes. compared to looking at a long list of goals and going, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm gonna get there. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. that's true. <laughs> so you have to be tenacious. You have to be very tenacious, <laughs> yes. Especially when starting a business. Oh, absolutely. Because you're carrying everything. Mm -hmm. Unlike when you work for a corporation, you might go to a different, like go to the IT department for your computer issues. You might go to the marketing department for your marketing yes. issues. But you, if you're starting your own business, you're doing all of it. You're everyone. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I, I yell out for different departments that haven't taken on their responsibility <laughs> so that, so that, you know, I can call them into existence Yes, <laughs> so yes. that I'm not carrying all the weight, you know? <laughs> well, and also in our mind, it looks so different yes. than the reality. It's much more glamorous to say, I own my own business, etc. Yes. versus... I literally have to carry everything, and it's not so glamorous. You might be the janitor and the CEO That's all in right. one day. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 
Now, why do you say you have to be tenacious as a businesswoman when you're starting an adventure or a project in your business? Well, I think tenacity, if you don't have tenacity, uh -huh. it's going to be really hard to hold it up yes. when the going gets tough. Absolutely. And in every new business, the going's going to get tough, yes. right? And yes. so the key here is if you know that going in mm -hmm. and you know you have to be tenacious versus, oh, I tried it one time and, you know, it didn't work because I fell down. Well, guess what? You're going to fall down a lot when you're starting your new, your new business. That's true, because you cannot possibly know everything. No. Especially no. when things just pop up, Yeah. right? And then you have to take care of them. And like you said, when you're carrying the whole ball, you know, it's different because you can get taken off in a direction that you didn't expect. Yes, yes. So tenacity in life is important. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard when you, when you don't have the outside world telling you how wonderful you are, yeah. how great it is, and then where are you going to find that? That's when the inside is probably more important than what's going on in the outside. Absolutely, because it's the inside that falls apart first. Yes. So, <laughs> you have this yes. smile, but inside everything is like falling apart. Yes. So now, being tenacious yes. as an entrepreneur and keeping moving forward, even when things hit hard, like what in the world do you do? Well, I have a, a really good friend and colleague. He's, his name is Tim Story, and he's mm -hmm. a, a fellow coach, and he's been in the business for years, and he has a wonderful best-selling book. And it's called, it, his, his quote is, basically, you know, you, after every setback, yes. there's a comeback. There's a comeback, right? yes. And he's all about, his book is Come, come Back and Beyond, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the key here is everybody, if you've lived a little, you're going to have a setback. Just Absolutely. know that that's mm -hmm. going to happen, right? And if you know that going in, then you're not going to be so set on perfection. Right. It's going to be more of, hey, this is just part of it. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I would say to anybody that has a setback, and I certainly have in, in my career multiple times, so it's mm -hmm. not just one or two times, it's multiple times because I have a lot of big projects, right? Yes, and The bigger the do. project, <laughs> sometimes the, the, bigger the, bigger the, the, set, the bigger the setback. Yeah. But here's the key is if sometimes you might have to regroup. Mm -hmm. You might be, de be depleted. Yes. So put it on the shelf for a while and go find your happy place until okay. you can recharge, regroup, and then come back to it. So look at it. You know, you might have to just step away for a while, mm -hmm. but then come back and, and start asking yourself some questions. What happened? Why did it fail? Yes. Why did it, you know, did you fall down? And mm -hmm. if you learn from it, Oh my gosh, that's the best thing that anybody can do is because if I'm learning and growing and I'm coming up and coming out as my best self, yes. oh my gosh, that's, that's, it doesn't matter whether I have a setback or a comeback or I win or I lose. The reality is, is I'm doing the best I can. You know, I like that. I really like that because I think we're too focused and concentrated on winning and mm -hmm. losing yes. and so when we see something as a loss we tend to retreat and just go somewhere and mend that instead of looking at the full picture of what happened mm -hmm. you know and doing like you said you know that makes more sense well and I also think that getting much more comfortable with what we call failure yes and also the fact that is is there was the president of Spanx uh, her brother and her would have uh, d Sunday night dinners with their father. Their mm -hmm. father would ask them on a weekly basis, 
How many times did you fail yes. this week? Yes. And so we, we tend to shy away from conflict. And you think about what makes a good movie. It's conflict. It's conflict. It brings yeah. it forward. So using conflict as a way to help you grow is a really good thing. Same thing when you fall down. Utilize it. Don't don't shy away from it and say, oh my gosh, I'm and start beating yourself up with all that negative yes, self-talk, right? That self-talk. So so I think it's really important to start getting comfortable mm-hmm. with the fact that you're gonna have both. Yes, I agree. That's perfect answer. Now you are the queen. <laughs> The queen, queen of something. Of what start- am I? <laughs> the queen of starting multiple businesses. Yes. That right? I am. Yes. Or at least so, projects. Projects, yes. definitely. So what is the newest project that you're working on right now? I'm so excited to be here and talk about it because you're one of the first people we're actually talking about it out in the in the world. And it's really fun. It's, uh, it's a podcast. It's actually a three-part project I've been working on for seven years. So there's a okay. feature film called Good Night, Marilyn. There was three seasons of a radio show called Good Night, Marilyn Radio. Mm-hmm. From that birthed a documentary wow. around and the whole Good Night, Marilyn and the documentary and the radio show mm-hmm. had to deal with Marilyn Monroe. Okay. So the feature film is a thriller noir and it's not a biopic. So it okay. blends fact and fiction, and she's in it, but she's not the the main main star. But she's okay. the the driving force behind it, and okay. it's very similar to let's say a Chinatown or uh, L.A. Confidential. So it's oh, that's really be great. yeah. So it's very very much, and I love the the theme because in my my old life, right, mm-hmm. I used to market movies, and so one of the things that I would do is create the emotional connection with the audience. So this movie theme talks about dreams coming true and dreams being shattered so whether you're Marilyn Monroe or these main characters in this movie it really asks you the question how far would you go to have your dream come true how how much are you willing to have that dream come true the documentary deals with the investigation of her death Mm -hmm. and really talking about the debunking debunking a lot of the theories that most people think are true including me when I first started so a lot of it is really uh, taking those rumors that are so ingrained in society about what yes. who she was. And then the new podcast, which is really why I'm here, and not why I'm here, but one of the reasons why I'm, I'm talking about this, is that the podcast is a global podcast, and she's got 50, about 50, close to 15 million Facebook fans. So here we wow. are, 57 plus years later, yes. and we're still talking about Marilyn Monroe, and whether you're six or 96, everybody knows who she Everyone is. Everyone knows who she is. But this is gonna be very different. Instead of me talking to you about Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. it's an acting podcast, and our actress, Erin Gavin, First of all, she's a wonderful actress, but sometimes you can just listen to the podcast and you'll think you're listening to Marilyn Monroe. She's that good. Wow. She's that good. And so it humanizes her and we'll really be touching on a lot of her life that most people, including myself before I got to know who she was, uh, really will see her in a different light. Now, what is the biggest misconception about Marilyn? Uh, that she was stupid. <laughs> yes, because we that, talked yeah, about that. Ditzy, right? Right. You know, no, I mean, she was, that was a persona. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a very bright individual. Her IQ was close to about 160. Wow. Uh, she wasn't very well read in terms of schooling, but she was very well read. Okay. And she was extremely bright. If you think about it, most people thought that that was her, mm-hmm. and yet that was a persona that exactly. she created. Right. So, right. Yeah. That, that, now, that, that part of it that we discussed for me is the one the part that's the most intriguing yeah. how you can calculatingly understand what is expected of you 
and use that to your advantage yes. to actually do what you want to do. Yes. yes. Right? And to get rid of the ego that goes along with saying, I am probably the smartest person in this room, but I'm going to allow you to think what I look like <laughs> versus who I am so that I can get to my goal. Get to your goal. Yes. And, and I also think that on a, on a challenging point, it fragmented her yes. mentally. Mm -hmm. So she, she had it going for her in the beginning because it got right. her to where she needed to be. But then what happened is that she really wasn't being who she really was and so that's yes. the that's the big challenge that you have but I think that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions the other one is that she slept her way to the top she did not sleep her way to the top. She was actually one of the hardest working actors and actresses. She could sing, she could dance. She spent hours and hours and hours perfecting her craft. And I actually just thought she was kind of a little ditzy, you know, actress. And mm -hmm. it's far from the truth. Wow. Yeah. So That's you wouldn't amazing. think that, right? No, no. <laughs> so now, what is your um, vision for what you're what you want to accomplish what are you trying to accomplish by doing this this project in the beginning um, I spent a lot of years in entertainment so okay. when I got involved with the feature film I was like okay this is entertainment again because it's a right. thriller noir so I'm like okay why am I here kind of right. thing. but a lot of my purpose today is that it has to make sense it has to have a give back part, okay. portion of it so if you take Marilyn's life it's mm -hmm. a it's a huge tragedy at 36 years old to to leave this earth yes. and not really be all of who you could have been right yes. but if we can learn from her life taking a tragedy and turning it into a transformation and mm -hmm. in this case taking her legacy and learning lessons from it she was extremely fragmented as a child her mother didn't want her um, before she was born she wanted to have an abortion she was wow. adamant so about the rejection it. huge rejection before wow. she was even born mm -hmm. her father never wanted to know her and actually when she went and found him years later actually basically said I don't want to have anything to do with you I have my new life my my own kids and marriage and I don't wow. want to acknowledge you as my child and then um, her mother was institutionalized. And so when you look at that kind of fragmentation, and she was going from house to house, orphanage and foster home to foster home, and I think almost every year of her childhood, she was in a different school in a different location. So when you look, and she was physically and sexually abused. Wow. So when you look at where she came from, and how far she came, you go, wow, mm -hmm. right? So what am I doing with not only the documentary, but the podcast? Yes. Uh, we're actually, the, the podcast is based on Gary Vitaco Robles' book, um, volume one and two, and believe me, it's an encyclopedia. You can say, Gary, what was Marilyn doing on uh, two o'clock the day she died, yes. right? And he'll tell he'll you, right? Tell you. He'll tell you. But one of the things that he also is, is a mental health professional. Ah. So he's gonna shed light on mental illness and addiction in the correlation between the two. Because a lot of times you'll hear about mental illness in the yes, public, yes. and then you'll l learn about addiction. Yes. But there's such a high correlation between our homeless rate, between people really getting the help they need mm -hmm. versus going to the suppression that'll make the feelings go away, at least temporarily, yes. right? Which is the alcohol or drugs, which is what Marilyn actually ended up doing as well. Wow. you know. It's so much when you unpack her life that people can identify with that mm -hmm. you may not realize from homeless population, young kids who are part of the foster care system mm -hmm. and their ability or inability to get past that, Yeah, you know, and the lack of support that's there, the rejection, all of that. 
and to be able to see someone who may not have lived what we would say is a long life, mm -hmm. but have such an impact on society and people, you know, is, is really an attribute to yeah. who she was, you know? So when you unpack yeah. it in such an entertaining way, I think that'll give people another look to say, wait a minute, she's just like me. Yes. Wait and a minute, she was just like me. Like I, you know, like people who have mental health issues mm -hmm. can say, wait a minute, She's just like me. And exactly. look how successful yes. she became, right? And yeah. learn from the tragedy of her succumbing to the things that did take her out in the end. And back in 1962, it's very different than today. Absolutely. Although it's an epidemic today, which is kind of interesting because we have all this help and all these tools. Back in 1962, they were just you know, uh, overdosing yes. the stars with all these pills. So they'd give them pills in the morning to get them up and then pills in the, you know, evening to bring them down. Yes. And, uh, you know, she was really on actually at the time uh, on medication that wasn't right for her diagnosis, but they, it was back in 1962. Right. But today the doctors would be actually liable, very similar to Michael Jackson. And because yes. part of um, how she passed away was the chlorohyde weight. So it was the combination of the two drugs, the two drugs. that actually caused her death, similar to Michael Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Now, when we were ta when uh, we talked a couple of t times last week, and then um, when you sent over some information to me, and I was telling you, I was like, you are such a coach by nature <laughs> that we came on to talk about your new projects, yes. which you are the queen of projects, and making them successful. Yes. You know, um, you also were very concerned and wanted to make sure that our listeners were encouraged so that they could move forward with their <laughs> projects and the things they're doing and then being yeah. entrepreneurs. And so in that way, I was like, I was looking at, the, you know, your questions, you know, that we had discussed. And I said, she's such a coach <laughs> at the core of also wanting to be helpful to others who may try to do something and not feel like they're being able to be successful at it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the key here with you. Take Marilyn's life and mm -hmm. what are some teachable moments. You know, one of the things that she did and she did well is back in the day when it was Leave it to Beaver and all these very uh, idealistic Listic. type yes. of shows, yes. she was actually talking about sexual abuse. She was talking about her mental health history in terms of her family legacy. Yes. So she was talking about things back in the day that most people never talked about. That's right. So I think one of the, her popularity and what makes her popular today is is that sense of vulnerability mm -hmm. and being able to be so relatable and people can yes. relate to her and so I think that if you can use her life and her legacy to transform instead of staying in the tragedy mm -hmm. and so for for those of you that are, are watching I would say if there's a setback or if there's a tragedy how can you learn from it yes now she also was a very smart businesswoman yes and she had her own production company back when Women didn't have production companies. No. So could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So Mary Pickford was one of the first women, and it was surrounded by, by men, United Artists, back mm -hmm. in the late 1920s. And then there was also Lucille Ball, and she had her husband. And then Marilyn Monroe started her own production company in the late 50s with a gentleman named Milton Green, who was also a famous photographer as well. Mm -hmm. And they produced uh, The Prince and the Showgirl. And mm. so that was one of the things that um, one of her 
you know, production companies. And she was very acute at what she wanted and how she wanted it. Okay. So she was very strategic. So as a business owner, you have to be strategic too. That's right. You can't just go. You can't just move, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that people also don't know about her of how actually what a, a, a acute business mind she actually did have. That's amazing. Now, how do we use time management because you send me all <laughs> kinds of like <laughs> little the story of my life <laughs> and stuff like that to say Charlene okay we have to practice time management if you're going to be successful at this you know and like everyone you know if we're going to be successful at managing more than one thing in our lives we have to be good at time management so you brought that up as something to discuss too so how do we you know, you have these three amazing projects that you're working on all at the same time. Yeah. How do you manage your time? You have to be good at saying no. Okay. And I also think it's more uh, it's, it's it's more of an expansive concept. Instead of just time management, yes. it's energy management. Okay. So if I'm not putting in some days... I'll, I'll be the first. Somebody said to me, I think you have to listen to your own advice, which is one of my famous quotes. You got in order to speed up, you got to slow down. Slow down right? yes. And I thought, huh, that's very true. I got to slow down. But the slow down is more about, if you think about a high peak performance athlete, Yes, they aren't on high peak performance. Even if you, you look at any athlete, they might work out for a couple hours. They rest for a couple hours. Yes. They work out for a couple hours. They rest for a couple hours. Well, what we do is we just go, 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 go. Right. And we're like just little treadmills or like, a, you know, we're on a treadmill and yes. we're running and we don't stop mm-hmm. and ask ourselves, is this really what I should be doing? Mm-hmm. Because if you're scattered and you don't know what your priority is, and I say yes. priority, not priorities, your yeah. priority for yes. that moment, somebody calls you, 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 all of a sudden you're looking at your emails and all of a sudden you're, you're Googling where you should be going on vacation, right? Yes. Instead of really looking at what do I want to get out of the day? Mm-hmm. What do I want to get out of the week? And then yes. being able to strategize how That's I'm right. going to do it. But if you just get up on Monday morning, you look at your calendar and go, then I'm at the mercy of the outside world and where it carries me. But if I start with an energetic intention of the day, not just Mm -hmm. my list of things that I want to do, but what do I want to get out of the day? Do I want to lead with love? Do I want this day to be about love? Do I want it to be about power, clarity, and focus because I have a strong meeting that day? If I'm with my family, do I want it to be about love and laughter and connection? And if I lead with that, most likely I'm going to get that because you're co-creating. But if I just go into it and you're in a bad day and you're in a bad day and you're in a bad day and you're in a bad day, you all of a sudden I'm going to be you, having a bad day. Yes, yes. Instead of being at the forefront of not only you having a good day, but bringing that energy that's going to create an atmosphere where everyone has to, their vibration has to come exactly. up to meet yours versus yours going down to and meet it, theirs. Exactly. And if you yeah. stay in that vibration energetically, you're more apt to just keep creating it. Yes. So that abundance doesn't come from what I have on the outside world. Mm-hmm. It's how I'm feeling and how can I get to that feeling in that moment. Yes. And if it's be- if I get this project done, which I have been in my life, it's like I'm the mercy of a project. When this project happens, I'm going to be a happy. When yes. I get this wonderful new love in my life I'm going to be happy right. but here's the thing that 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 
moment is going to go away and then you're going to look for the nice next shiny thing girl talk right to make me happy yes. but here's the thing girl ta- talk is part of your happiness right but, but it can't not... be the reason for your happiness exactly Charlene. exactly exactly and i think that's something that not just women but i think everyone does that they attach an emotion to an end goal yes when in reality you should be that every day because when you get to that end goal and it's a moment of bliss because you've reached it then what then what then Then what what? so you should be happy and blissful and and creative and powerful throughout the process but here's the thing in fairness of that Mm -hmm. as people we're going on the camera we're watching the the television right we're going and watching the media we're around a lot of people that haven't become more conscious and aware of that concept yes and so if you're not protecting your own energy field Mm -hmm. then what happens is then i start vibrating on that frequency of energy and so it becomes much more challenging because you're almost going upstream right right it's different that's why everybody can be peaceful if you're a monk on the top of a hill and you're not around anybody (laughs) right (laughs) but when you are and you have all this stuff coming at you yeah you know there's a statistic uh back in the mid 2000s the ex-ceo of google said that we actually in a 48 hour period process as much information in a in a 48 hour period as we did from the dawn of civilization to 2003 and we wonder why we're so tired so we're so (laughs) tired so you have all this information in 2017 the statistic goes to about 34 gigabytes of information we're processing in a 24 hour period so i sit there and go well what are what is 34 gigabytes so if we were a laptop we would crash within a week Wow. So that's 24 hours of images and everything coming at us. So guess what, guys? If you are not managing your energy, most likely you will be too stressed out. You won't achieve the high level of success that you're looking to do. So slow it down. Be strategic. Take time out because less sometimes is more. I agree 100%. (laughs) But it took me a moment to get there. Yeah. Right? And I think that people need to be kind to themselves Mm -hmm. and understand that, you know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and master this. It's over time. Mm -hmm. Right? It it is. But I I think that more today than ever, uh, back, you know, it used to be a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. You'd hit 40 or 45 and then you would change courses and you'd be like, freak out. Oh my God, I'm burning out. I don't know if I can do this. Well, now it's happening at a faster rate. So you've got 27, 28 year olds. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm coaching in, I say Silicon Valley reminds me of the the Wall Street of the West Coast. Absolutely. You got two phones and you're not sleeping and you're working at 10 o'clock at night and you mm-hmm. get up and you do the same thing again yes. and again and again. It's the people that know how to manage and slow down and be, I call them self-strategy sessions. Take time out, put it in your schedule that you are going to take time out, plan out your week, be thoughtful about your yes. work-life balance. 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 Balance is kind of a myth because mm-hmm. you're always going to be, if you put too much time in your family, then your work life is going to yes. suffer. If you put too much time in your work life, your family and personal life is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. But if you're more strategic about it, when somebody says, hey, can you help me? You might say, I would love to, but not, not now. Not now. <laughs> yes. And being good with that, being yeah. comfortable with that, right? Yeah. 
The Power of No. The Power. <laughs> uh, Sherry Salata, which is uh, Oprah's ex-CEO, wrote a mm-hmm. beautiful book called The Beautiful No. Yes. And sometimes those no's when you're saying no, but sometimes when you even get the rejection of a no, it's the universe's way of saying not now or you need to shift directions and pay attention yes. to that because that might the universe might be saying you might be so focused on I've got to have this cup mm-hmm. and this is just a little cup but maybe the universe wants to give you a big picture right so exactly. you don't know that yeah right so we need to slow down yeah. so that we can speed up <laughs> slow down to speed up <laughs> now you talk about um, you sent me a video and the video was about <laughs> Which what are our wins? You. you send me a oh, lot yeah. of videos. But, the, but this one um, in particular, because we could be here for five hours, just I love your energy and I love talking I, to you. I love so, you too, girl. <laughs> so we're just trying to condense it, right? Yeah. But this one was about what are our wins? How do we qualify so that we under, quantify so that we know that we are moving forward? How do we count our wins? Well, I like to count small wins because it's mm-hmm. those little small wins that get you to the big win. Exactly. And so if you're just going for the big win and you're not going for the small wins, mm-hmm. then you're going to probably get very discouraged if you have a big goal, right? Yes. So I say, you know, really quantify. Did you show up as your best self? And so I usually ask people, who do they admire? Yes. Okay. Some people, if they're a female, they might say Oprah Winfrey or, you know, somebody in some high powered suit. If mm-hmm. it's a, it's a business, uh, you know, some people with the, the passing of, of Kobe Bryant earlier yes. in the year might say Kobe Bryant, right? Yes. If you even take his mentality, the mm-hmm. Mamba mentality, but his, he would talk about success and failure. He wouldn't go into a game saying, oh my gosh, you know, success or failure. He would go into it as the best version of himself. Right. So if you can answer that, hell yes. Yes. Hell yes. I showed up as my best self. Yes. You know it energetically. Yeah. And when I ask people that question, if they're kind of hesitating, they're kind of going, oh, well, maybe, right? No. 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 You know, if you want to start your own business, you've got to be passionate. You've got you to step be. up and you've got to do it. And you've got to have that 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 ignition that really is going to put you on fire. And if you don't have it, you got to find a way to get it. Exactly. Now, what are three pieces of advice <laughs> you're going to give someone who... Now, we've got them hyped up, right? <laughs> we've got them hyped, right? They're all the way up here now. So, to keep going. Okay. What are three pieces of advice? There's three things that I like to give people. Mm -hmm. And the first one is you've got to have a vision of what it is you want. And you've got to be clear about that vision. Because if it's in conflict and not in alignment with who you are, Mm -hmm. that vision, just getting off the ground is going to be hard. So if you say, I want to start my own business, but you have financial issues, you've got children, etc., and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't quit my day job. Then you've got to find a way to create your big vision, but be specific with your next step. So vision is number one. Number two is you got to have a passion. People got to feel it. If you're like, oh, well, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, coaching. Nina, well, I don't know. What do you, I don't know what you should do today, right? I mean, nobody's going to listen to me, right? <laughs> so exactly. where's my passion? When you yes. hear me talk about my projects, you hear passion. And part of it is that for me, my passion is really about transforming lives. Yes. My own life and those of others. So mm-hmm. two is passion. But here's the third one. If you don't have this, it doesn't matter how passionate you are, you got to get into action. So yes. what three things are you going to do today even if it's one thing, to bring your vision forward. 
and to keep going. Don't look for perfection. Absolutely. Don't look for perfection. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It'll stop you. No. It'll definitely stop you. Wow. And and the thing is, is you'll keep waiting for mm -hmm. that perfect moment. Yes. And there is no perfect moment. Uh, it, for the first season of the podcast, we were we had a mandate that we had to get this out at the end of March. Mm -hmm. And so instead of going through a normal pre-production time where you're casting, we were casting pre-production production at the same time, right? Wow. So if I were one of those people that waited for it to be perfect, I probably wouldn't be having this opportunity right now. That's very true. So sometimes you've got to, you know, fly and move all at the same time. At the same time. You just gotta, you just gotta go with it. Yes. And it'll, it'll work itself out. Cause some of the things you think about in your own head that keep you from doing are just little excuses that keep you sabotaging your success and not going for it. That's why with Girl Talk, look about it. It was a vision for a while, and then all That's of a sudden right. it's like it started moving, and you start putting one foot in front of the other, and all That's of a sudden right. it starts expanding and growing and growing. So I'd say just get going. Just get going. Get going. Yeah, <laughs> move it. <laughs> I love that. So now you're upcoming. Now you have these three projects yes. that have all are coming to fruition, yes. right? Yes. And so we want to know when is that happening? How do we contact you? How do we stay, Yay. you know, abreast of everything that's going on? Okay, so the first one is Marilyn behind the icon. And okay. that would be the first one that everybody, if you're on Facebook, it's Facebook slash behind the icon. So okay. that's actually the, the URL for it. Mm -hmm. And that's probably a great way for them to get in touch. Yes. Uh, Marilyn behind the icon.com is our website. So definitely go to our website as well. Yes. Uh, Apple, uh, we're all over the place, but the best place, if you go to your Apple podcast, search Maryland Behind the Icon, it's going to come up. You'll get 10 new episodes of the acting podcast. Wow. You'll have three uh, past interviews that I've done, and then you'll get a, a chance to really get to learn about the star and also your own life, because there'll be some things in there for people to really help them with they are suffering from either a mental health issue, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, or maybe they're having a hard time with their own vision. Marilyn was the ultimate visionary, if you think yes, about it, right? Yes. She had a vision, a new uh, future for herself. And then they'll be able to get some help with if they're suffering from addiction as well. So. Wow. Well, Coach Nina Bosky, I am so happy you came to visit Girl Talk. I am We've too. learned so much in this short time. I appreciate you. You know how much I love you. I love you too. <laughs> it's so much fun. And thank you so much for coming in. Uh, thank you. And thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so Girl Talk community, this has been an amazing podcast. This is one you're going to want to listen to, go back, listen to again. We have Coach Nina Bosky here with us. And so we just want to encourage you and make this a part of who you are as an entrepreneur. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.